we have one case of serious uh, patient who are in the Chiang Rai hospital, and uh, he need to he really want to go back to Myanmar. But uh, his wife is in Mandalay, in the central part of Myanmar. Uh, actually, we can like uh, help to send him uh, to cross the border to Tashiling, and then his wife can like uh, pick uh, him up to uh, to go to home in Mandalay. But his wife cannot travel from Mandalay to Tashiling, so uh, uh, we do not know how to like uh, resolve this problem. I think this uh, this situation very like. Uh, Really serious for the migrant workers, and also for the, I, uh, one of our leaders in the our the, uh, migrant worker center, he has a young baby. Right? He he really want to like send her back to stay with the, uh, his uh, father and mother in Tashiling, but but because. Of course, he can like uh, go back to Myanmar, but once he go back to send his daughter, he cannot come back to work. Right? This is a very again the difficulty of the uh, migrant workers that related to both uh, COVID-19 and uh, critical situation in Myanmar. Maybe getting worse in Myanmar. Please listen carefully. Hello and welcome to I Migrant Podcast, which is dedicated to highlighting the stories of migrants and advocates, as well as cross-cutting human rights issues across East and Southeast Asia. The I Migrant Podcast is an initiative of BBC Network, better engagement between East and Southeast Asia. BBC is a cross-regional platform for migrants, their loved ones, supporters and advocates in and from these regions to build a stronger network and collaboration among individuals and civil society actors cross-regionally in order to advocate for better protection of human rights and inclusive and safe governance of migration. You can find BBC on social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. BBC, share, connect, and collaborate. This episode is a part of series focusing on COVID-19's impact on migrant workers in their major destinations in East and Southeast Asia, following up the cross-regional joint research conducted as part of the BBC initiative. Throughout this series, we will host this podcast with the coordinator of this research to hear from each field researcher about the situation in their place, their experience, and updates on the recent development. Today, I'm your host, Andy, and I am today with uh, Mariko, the research coordinator for the BBC uh, latest report, which is the Repression and Resilience. Hi, Mariko. Hi, everyone. My name is Mariko, yes, and I, I work as a research coordinator of our joint research uh, we conducted during the summer 2020, uh, focusing on the COVID response measures and their impacts on the rights of migrant workers in the major destinations in East and Southeast Asia, uh, including Thailand, uh, which was joined by, by Tok, um, who's with us today. But yes, so this research uh, report is available on the website of Human Rights Working Group. Um, it's called 
represent the resilience as Andy introduced uh, very kindly. Yes, so I'm here. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Mariko. And uh, as Mariko already mentioned, today we are so lucky to have Subsakun uh, Kitnukon. He is especially uh, one of our field researchers, particularly in Thailand. He is also working for Social Research Innovation Center, School of Innovation at Mai Fa Luang University. And yeah, I'll bring you to talk. Hi, talk. Could you please tell us, tell our audience here, what do you do in general in Thailand, your areas of work and background? Hello everyone, uh, my name is Sipskun uh, Kitokon. I uh, was a field researcher of uh, this uh, joint project. At the present, I am a lecturer at the School of uh, Social Innovation of uh, Mepha Luong University in Chiang Rai province, the northernmost. A border that close to uh, Myanmar and Laos. Really nice to meet you. Um, yeah, so uh, as usual, we are going to discuss the, like the main findings of uh, your research uh, last year. And we would like to follow up the current situation of migrant workers in Thailand. But first, it would be really nice if you could like explain a bit the, the main findings of the last research, last year research in Thailand. Yes, uh, for the main findings of our research uh, last year, I think there are uh, at least uh, three issues. Uh, first issue about the impact on migrant workers caused by the COVID-19 outbreak. And the second issue is about the, the difficulty of uh, migrant workers to access to the uh, government policy right, during the COVID-19. And the uh, uh, third issue of men fighting is about the civil society's role uh, during the uh, uh, COVID-19. Uh, let me explain in this way. Yeah, I would like to uh, start from the impact on migrant workers, right? Uh, I think there are, we found that there are uh, four kinds of impacts on migrant workers. First is uh, about the impact on economy. Right. Second is about a uh, movement of uh, migrant workers. Right. Third impact is about the uh, health or the risk on health uh, of migrant workers. And uh, uh, last uh, one is about the uh, impact on uh, identity or the socio-cultural uh, aspect related to COVID-19. For the impact on economics, uh, I think is a. Uh, it's really clear that during the COVID-19 uh, outbreak last year, right, many of uh, migrant workers are unemployed suddenly because the government like uh, declared uh, a partial lockdown of the city and it uh, also forced the business to stop uh, running the business. business. So the, uh, the migrant workers were uh, unemployed. But some of them still can go to working, but it's like a, um, it, they can like a, uh, get paid only the half of the full amount of uh, daily wage. And 
and I think and many of uh, migrant workers are uh, were uh, least without pay. So they say the economic uh, impact of migrant workers that mean the income will uh, decrease. So they could not back uh, cannot uh, send uh, money back to their home right in Myanmar. This is very I think very uh, serious one uh, impact on the economy. For the impact on the movement of people, I think uh, since uh, uh, 23rd of March last year, Thailand announced to uh, close all border around the country. So uh, migrant workers, uh, uh, especially from Myanmar, Laos and Cambodia, they could not uh, cross the border back to their home. Maybe uh, later the, the uh, government like uh, uh, allow them to go back, but it's very quite hard. It's very uh, difficult for them to uh, go back to their home country. And also, uh, they are in that time they were like uh, uh, how can I say they were uh, prohibit to like uh, uh, travel even in internal. Uh, country in form across uh, from province to other province. It's not only uh, migrant workers, but also uh, Thai people uh, as well in the last year. Okay, I will update like uh, at the present, at the present, right? As uh, uh, there are uh, very high number of migrant workers who are like have uh, COVID-19 in the uh, central part of uh, Thailand in Samut uh, Sakhon province. So migrant workers right now they are uh, prohibited to uh, travel in 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 our country. Okay, this is uh, uh, the impact on movement of people. Right, and the third impact on migrant is about the health, right, or the related to the COVID nineteen. Last year. Uh, my can worker they I think they uh, they uh, were only one group that the Thai government didn't did not give uh, mask or hand gel for my can workers because uh, the government Thai government set priority to Thai people first so all my can worker they were uh, left behind so, and they are like a, how can I say they are staying in the risk too for the uh, COVID-19 outbreak, right? And uh, the uh, last impact of COVID-19 to migrant worker is uh, about the uh, socio-cultural aspect. Uh, as uh, because of Thai government and Thai society, uh, how can I say look down. The, migrant workers from uh, neighboring country as an uh, alien. Right? This is very, uh, very serious uh, term in Thailand. Like we, we call the uh, migrant worker as alien, right? They, just, they, they, they even not stay in our world, right? If from <laughs> the, the outside world, right? They're the alien. So uh, last year we, we found that the uh, government like uh, announced in, in May, right? Uh, uh, the government said, oh, today we are really lucky because uh, uh, COVID case is not high. All of them are alien, are migrant workers. It's really, how can I say it? So they said that the impact of uh, uh, 
migrant workers on how can say social cultural aspect so that's a mean that uh, it make the uh, uh, many migrant workers they are like a very scared to like a, okay to to present themselves as a migrant worker in a public area right i mean it is like yeah this is a uh, main first main fighting about the impact right and um the main uh, the second main fighting or uh, uh, second issue is about the difficulties for migrant worker to access to the okay, the, the government uh, uh, policy that to help or to the compensate to the uh, workers uh, who like uh, uh, are uh, unemployed in uh, during the uh, first wave of the outbreak that include the uh, both Thai workers and migrant workers who are uh, under the uh, social security act right uh, it uh, in this uh, scheme uh, government will pay for the migrant workers and Thai workers for uh, three months uh, at least uh, 62 percent of uh, uh, salary of uh, the daily wage but for migrant workers, it's very difficult for them, right, to get uh, this uh, benefit because of uh, uh, the lack of the information. Right? They they didn't know about this uh, uh, the scheme of the the Thai government. And uh, the next one is uh, it's very difficult for them, even they know uh, that there is uh, this uh, kind of. Uh, uh, measure of the government, but it's very difficult for uh, to apply because all document, all application in mobile phone is in Thai. It's Thai language. It's not. It's not in Myanmar. It's not in the Cambodia. It's not in Lao language. So it's, it's impossible for them to access to uh, uh, this uh, measure of uh, government. And the last point in this uh, difficulty is about employer their employer did not uh, know about this information we found that uh, many of the employer they uh, told us that oh this is uh, uh, is only for thai not include the migrant workers but either in the reality is include all migrant workers and thai workers uh, who are under the social security act this is uh, uh, the, the main uh, the second uh, issue of our uh, finding in our research and I think the last one of uh, our main finding is about uh, civil society's role I think uh, uh, most people uh, in Thailand uh, even the uh, media academia and NGO they just uh, raise a concern on the migrant workers as a victim of COVID-19 right of course they are victim but they are also very active, right, in uh, in joining with the civil society. For example, in in Chiang Rai, in my case, we found that uh, some NGOs and academia and migrant workers community they work together to form like a how can I say the uh, a center for migrant workers to help uh, uh, migrant workers. Uh, last year, uh, what did they do? For example, they provide food, hand gel, masks to the migrant workers community to protect them from the COVID-19. They give, uh, they, they provide uh, training on workers' rights. Right? They so uh, many migrant workers they uh, 
had a more uh, understand about the, their rights and they can like uh, access to the uh, government uh, uh, policy or measure to help them. And they also like, uh, give information that related to the COVID-19. And I think it is very, uh, very uh, special here in Chiang Rai. Like uh, they set up, okay, they set up a self-help group uh, uh, in the dormitory or the construction site of migrant workers to like uh, to check up uh, uh, daily body temperature every day, right, and report uh, it. Uh, in among uh, their community, like and also uh, check about the symptoms that related to the COVID-19 to like to, uh, to watch that uh, there are any uh, risk of the people who maybe uh, have uh, COVID-19 or not. I think it's very they are very active, and I think uh, the result of um, uh, civil society uh, role here is uh, can I say um, the result is the uh, the uh, public uh, health uh, uh, agency in the provincial uh, level, they they knew that oh they are they are the, uh, this kind of uh, group of uh, migrant workers to like uh, to like uh, to help each other. So it's easy for the, the government, right? When they move, uh, uh, then they they, they uh, have a new policy or measure to like, check. Uh, COVID-19 in migrant workers. Otherwise, uh, uh, they, uh, the government did not know where uh, migrant workers stay or live or work in the city. So that's why that, uh, because of the, uh, the roles of civil society and the, uh, the participation of uh, migrant workers. So uh, uh, public health agency like uh, work with them right, to like uh, test uh, migrant workers for to finding about the COVID-19 case in Chiang Rai. And I think it's uh, very, uh, uh, very lucky right? there is no case of migrant worker with COVID-19 in Chiang Rai. It's very, it's very uh, good example and we can show it very clear in our uh, research finding. Okay, this is, I think, four of, three of uh, issue in our main finding in the Thailand case. Thank you. Thank you so much, Doug, for a very comprehensive yeah. summary of the, the research findings. And it's really interesting what you're saying, especially in the, you know, how, where you are in Chiang Rai, how the migrant workers themselves is involved in this um helping each other and supporting each other even monitoring the cases of, of you know the COVID 19 cases i would like to ask you a little bit more about where you are like because you're based in Tenrai, it's a very unique um area i would imagine and also because the other uh, destinations that we looked at in this research thailand is the only country that shares the big border areas with the yeah. main send, like sending of countries of origins of migrant workers. Could you tell us a little bit about, you know, the, the characteristics of Tenrai and the migrant workers there and, you know, how you work with them? And I know you're in the center now with the migrant workers and we can hear them. <laughs> so, yeah, look at it. Yeah. Yeah. So can you just tell us a little bit about where you are and how things are there? Yeah. Uh, 
I am in Chiang Rai province, uh, like uh, I introduced myself. Uh, Chiang Rai is a uh, northernmost border that we share uh, border with uh, uh, Myanmar for about uh, 105 uh, kilometers long uh, borders. And also, we uh, share the border with Laos. Like we have, uh, like I can say, a very, uh, very famous. Uh, for this place that we call Golden Triangle, right in Chiang San, this is that opposite to the Ton uh, City of uh, of Laos, and opposite to the uh, Ta of uh, Chan State of Myanmar. Um, Chiang Rai is a destination, right, of migrant workers, and there are at least uh, 25 uh, migrant workers yeah. from Myanmar, mostly from Myanmar, right? 25,000? 25, yeah, 25,000 yeah, 25, migrant workers. And, and also, I think uh, we are not only the destination or receiving country of migrant workers. I found that after we finished our research, nah, there is a uh, how can you say, uh, a very uh, popular case, how can I say, it is a controversial case of uh, COVID-19. That you know, like uh, 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 last November, right, there were uh, uh, 65 uh, COVID-19 confirmed case in Chiang Rai. Right, it's, it be, uh, it's the beginning of the new wave of COVID-19 outbreak in Thailand. But you know, uh, 60, uh, most of them were young Thai people who illegally crossed the border to work at Kachilek City in casino online, right? And in, how can I say, in the entertainment complex in the Tashilik city that uh, it's really uh, easy to cross the border by you walking through the mountain and you were walking through the uh, small river that you can like uh, uh, cross the border from uh, 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 go to uh, Thailand, uh, go to Tashilik and come back to, uh, how can I say, to, uh, to Thailand. I think this is very unique of the, the border that means it's very easy to cross but at the same time we we found that it's not only the migrant workers from our neighboring country like who are like a, who are stigmatized as a covid spreader i think it means it's also the thai people especially like a how can I say new kind of migrant workers, right? They are working in uh, in the casino online. They are working in casino complex, in entertainment complex, right? Then they, they are very young, right? And and, and most of them are, are, are girls, right? They're very, very young. So they are, how, how can I say? I think this is a new uh, challenge uh, from our area, right? This is a new, uh, new kind of migrant workers and uh, unique of uh, uh, border in Chiang Rai. Yeah, like this.
Um, uh, before we go further, I actually I'm really curious about like the migrant workers from Myanmar that you mentioned that they are girls and young. Uh, what 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 is their occupation occupation? In Chiang Rai. Right. Yeah. In Chiang Rai, uh, they are the uh, most uh, migrant workers, right? From uh, from mm-hmm. uh, Myanmar. Cambodia and Laos who are working in Thailand, they are just uh, can say, daily workers. Right? They are unskilled workers. Right? Right. They, are, they are working in the agricultural sector, in construction sector, and also mm-hmm. in the service sector as a worker, as an unskilled uh, worker. Right? Mm. And they are, are they, uh, how do they learn? Workers. Are they documented or documented? Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, for the latest uh, information, uh, you know, uh, Thailand we have I think almost a uh, 2.7 million migrant workers, right? Wow. In Chiang Rai, yeah, big, big, very big, and. Uh, number number one is Myanmar, right? Mm-hmm. Cambodia and Laos, right? yeah. and as a Thai economy rely on the migrant workers, right? Even uh, uh, during the COVID outbreak, right? Uh, after we have uh, we still need uh, migrant worker for uh, recover the economy. Right. So the employer they, 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 they uh, request the government to import American right? workers uh, to uh, Thailand. But unfortunately, right, uh, since uh, last uh, August there is a there was a uh, outbreak in the Myanmar. Right. So uh, Thai government they stopped, postponed all import of American workers. So that's why they, in December, right, on 29 of December, the government had a new uh, policy right, to allow the undocumented uh, migrant workers uh, who are staying and working in Thailand to register as documented migrant workers. Uh, you know, uh, there are the 600,000 migrant workers who are who register, right? That means uh, uh, there are many undocumented uh, migrant workers, right? For in Chiang Rai, there are 5,000 uh, undocumented uh, migrant workers who are registering as a uh, uh, migrant worker uh, at the present. Right. How is and, the registration? Sorry, how how is the registration process? Is it easy to register, or is there any challenge there as well? Yeah, how can I say? Uh, it's online uh, registration, right? Um, it's difficult uh, for migrant workers. Even they can like uh, register by themselves because it's only in Thai language. Mm-hmm. I think, but I think it's better than the uh, uh, the compensation last year. Nah? In that time, it's the only Thai language, but it's the time. It's better that the government improved to have uh, 
Myanmar language, uh, Cambodia language, and Laos language, but it's still difficult for them uh, to work because uh, you need a computer. You cannot like you cannot use a mob mobile phone to like uh, uh, register. So that's why our uh, research, uh, not our the American Worker Center in Chiang Rai, we like uh, open office for the undocumented American worker to register here. It's still difficult for them. Mm. Right. And actually, you mentioned that. Yeah, the migrants will go back to their country. So where do they live since then when the, the border are closed and they're not allowed to go back to their countries? Where do they live? You mentioned about their dormitory and do dormitory provided by the gov the government or civil organization and is it enough to accommodate uh, all migrant workers or are they stranded somewhere? Uh, actually, the uh, even the government like uh, uh, very strict on uh, traveling of migrant workers, but in the reality, migrant workers they how can I say for those who want to like uh, come back to to their home country, they also travel by bus, by van, by any uh, cars, uh, even by walking to then they like uh, they uh, how can I say they present uh, themselves to the police officer that, oh here I am yeah I want to come back to go back to my home please arrest me <laughs> you know <laughs> please they just uh, oh please and the police uh, officer like, okay we arrest you but we do not want to keep you in my police station <laughs> they try to really quick to uh, send them back to the border and really have it easy to for them to uh, go back. But, uh, right now is how can I say the situation in Myanmar is a very how can I say it's very serious, right? So how can I say it's very how can I say it's very uh, difficult for uh, migrant workers to go back to their home, and I think and also uh, it depends on the economic recovery in Thailand as well. I, if the economy is uh, okay, better and better, like, uh, so my can worker, they can like, uh, still uh, living and working in Thailand for, for uh, maybe some time until the like, uh, situation, political uh, situation in Myanmar is uh, better, they can go back. Right? And in Chiang Rai, we have our friends in Maasai, uh, district that is the, the border city there is one charity group uh, of uh, uh, Maasai people they help uh, uh, migrant workers who, uh, who want to like uh, go back uh, to uh, to Myanmar and uh, so far they just sent uh, about uh, 90 migrant workers like, uh, go back to Myanmar and I from I uh, talk with my friends that now uh, uh, at least uh, 20 migrant workers who are uh, staying in a temple, in a in a Buddhist temple, right, uh, waiting for the go back to Myanmar. Right? And as, uh, 
another thing that we want to touch upon is the political situation in both yeah. Thailand and Myanmar, right? As you already mentioned, it's very difficult. Uh, the situation is very difficult both in Thailand and Myanmar. And yeah, how does it, the question is how of uh, migrant work mm-hmm. or to stay in Thailand. Could you tell us a bit about this? this yeah, for the, for the situation in uh, political situation in, in, in Thailand first. No? In Thailand first, I think um, to compare with Myanmar, I think um, we are less worse than Myanmar situation, as you may know, is a better situation because the the protest is a how can say is a is a in the Bangkok, right? And the situation is quite how can say there is no violence, right? There is no maybe there is some harm. They have a crackdown or a clash between the police and the protester, but the situation is something is. Uh, is under control, right? But to compare with Myanmar, I think it's very really, uh, serious for uh, migrant workers. Right? I uh, we have one case of uh, serious uh, patient who are in the Chiang Rai hospital, and uh, he need to he really want to go back to Myanmar, but uh, his wife. Is in Mandalay, in the central part of Myanmar. Uh, actually, we can like uh, help to send him uh, to cross the border to Tha Chieng, and then his wife can like uh, pick uh, him up to uh, to go to home in Mandalay. But his wife cannot travel from Mandalay to Tha Chieng, so uh, uh, we do not know how to like uh, resolve this problem i think this uh, this situation very like uh, very serious for uh, migrant workers and also for uh, i uh, one of our leaders in the our uh, uh, migrant worker center he has a young baby right? he he really want to like uh, send her back to stay with the uh, His uh, father and mother in Tashilek, but but because of, of course he can like uh, go back to Myanmar, but once he go back to send his daughter, he cannot come back to work. Right? This is a very again the difficulty of the uh, migrant workers that relate to both uh, COVID 19 and uh, political situation in Myanmar. Maybe getting worse. Very ongoing situations where yeah. things will develop. Um, hopefully, not worse. But um, yeah, as I think your area will be quite, you know, impacted uh, with this right. situation. And also, I think touching upon to what you said about the situation, the political situation in Thailand, um, I can see that from what you're sharing that how the civil society organizations. Playing so important role in terms of humanitarian aid, you know, the food, necessity, um, medications, um, you know, PPE. What about um, the advocacy work 
you know, how how the civil societies can play uh, the roles of advocacy uh, work um, in, in Thailand at the moment? Yeah, uh, how can I say? Most uh, advocacy work uh, of uh, migrant workers, like is a, is a concentrate in the Bangkok. Right? Yeah. in Bangkok, in the capital area. There is a, there is a, a network of uh, NGO and civil society who are working with the human rights and the migrant workers. They are, they are very uh, close working together. Even me also uh, one of the members, but most of the, they also have uh, many, they try to have uh, many uh, meeting with the high rank of uh, uh, ministry right, officer in the Bangkok and also some send a petition uh, to the uh, I can say to the, the government and I think uh, main I think the main concern at the current is about on the Samutsa Khorn province situation. There's it uh, the capital of my Myanmar migrant working in the uh, uh, seafood processing industry, right? There's it, uh, the, the, uh, that Samosnakon uh, province is a very small province, but close to Bangkok, right? And it's a thing that in this province is a uh, cluster of COVID uh, case in the new wave of the outbreak since the last uh, November, right? Just until now. Right, the government tried to control the situation by like I have a uh, active case fighting for COVID-19. But every day they announce uh, they still have a new uh, case of migrant workers. Right, this is so. I think uh, for uh, civil society uh, in Thailand, the role in the advocacy is uh, still the concentrated in Bangkok, and I think related to the Sursakhan uh, province. And uh, you said, uh, you mentioned previously that um, there, are, there are difficulties of access to information regarding the scheme because uh, these informations are in Thai language. Uh, what is it? What is it? The role of this uh, organizations are they, uh, you know, like trying to perhaps helping the migrant workers into translating the information in order for the migrant? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah they, 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 they did a lot in in Bangkok. They translate like uh, translate the information in the. Uh, Myanmar language and also in the Lao and the Cambodian. I think it's very really clear that uh, after the after the new new wave of uh, COVID outbreak uh, uh, last November, uh, one uh, national uh, television broadcast, uh, Thai PBS, uh, we call it Thai PBS, it was very active to work with. Uh, uh, NGOs and migrant yeah, workers yeah, community. Yeah, they, uh, they, al they also uh, have uh, can say, uh, broadcast about the COVID situation uh, in Thailand in Myanmar language. It's very, how can I say, it's very 
uh, is a progressive of uh, the media, and I think this is because of the work of a civil society. And for uh, my organization in Chiang Rai, right, to solve the uh, the problem of uh, language, right. Uh, uh, last uh, uh, in January, we had a meeting with the Department of Employment in the province uh, level in Chiang Rai, like to discuss about uh, how to work together to help uh, migrant workers who are undocumented to register. Right? We share the idea, and after that, we uh, we had a meeting in the in, uh, in several times, in several times, and uh, the officer uh, came to the meeting and explained it. And we like uh, have a translate translator to uh, translate to the uh, uh, Myanmar language. And also we produce a, a document to explain in uh, in in Myanmar language. And we also have a video clip to in to explain in Myanmar to be. Put it on Facebook. This is very, how can I say, the uh, popular way of uh, communicate for migrant workers in in Chiang Rai. Nah. I think even in in Thailand, nah, Myanmar migrant workers they they how can I say they they prefer to use the uh, Facebook to like communicate. Right. I think it's very very good. They said our role as a civil society. Yeah, definitely. I think it's just, you know, making information, not just only translating, but actually delivering it to the people that they need. So it's a very important role. Sorry, I just want to go back a little bit about undocumented regularization of undocumented. And what we have seen in other countries that we did the research together, you know, sometimes, yes, the government gives them extension of their visas um, or special, you know, uh, arrangements to allow them to stay longer because they cannot go back home. But usually this is a very short term, like, you know, two months or three months or maybe six months longest. In Thailand, it's two years. It's, it's a very, it's a long time for, um, compared to this. Do you know why why the Thai government made that decision? Or, What's behind? If you if you know anything, just tell us. Uh, it's very interesting. I think uh, for uh, for uh, documented uh, American workers, I think is uh, the situation is the same. They they, they allow the American workers to stay for the six months. After that, they okay stay another six months. Another six months, just they like a uh, just a very. They do the same same policy, but for yeah, it's very surprise huh? in Thailand that why the government like uh, have a uh, uh, okay why the government allow undocumented uh, migrant workers. I think uh, there are two reasons behind this uh, policy. First, I think uh, related to the economic recovery, right? Because uh, uh, Thai, Thai economy, right? We rely on migrant workers, right? In unskilled uh, workers, right? So, and but but we and uh, we could not like uh, import uh, new migrant workers from Myanmar, from Cambodia, from Laos, right? So we need to, I can say, okay, to use like uh, 
all my can workers in Thailand. I think this is the first uh, reason about the economic reason. But I think it the uh, most important one is about to control COVID-19. This is this is a very uh, big issue. Is uh, from the public health uh, ministry perspective. They, because uh, in the uh, new wave of the outbreak, uh, the uh, ministry of uh, uh, public health announced that uh, it's caused by the illegal migrant workers from Myanmar, right? So, uh, how to uh, control the situation is to just like uh, bring um, undocumented from underground to on ground, right? And then take them all COVID-19, right? That means after one month of register, right? Uh, it starts from the uh, 15th of January to uh, February 13th. That's really short, right? It's really short for right, to register after that. You need to go to the hospital to check COVID-19. Okay. Mm, this is, and then after that, you uh, register for working later. So it comes uh, together, the testing right, and the register. Right, 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 right. Mm, this is a, like I said, this is a form data. I think there is a, is a policy that pushed by the Ministry of Health not only the Ministry of uh, Labor. No? Mm. And um, um, now that we are coming to the end, of the I would like to uh, ask my last question regarding yep. the importance of this cross-regional <laughs> in you know, providing this platform for the migrant workers to you know, uh, express their voices and yeah, their struggles, particularly during this uh, COVID-19. What is what is the important? How can how can you see the importance of this cross regional platform? Yeah, I think it's very good platform, right, for the I can say to for both the civil society and migrant workers uh, themselves, right? To I think it's first is to see the other, right? To see the other migrant workers, to see the other civil society, right? Try to like. Uh, uh, solve the problem to cope the problem and it's a uh, it is a uh, uh, bring a sense of sol solidarity i think it's very very important right? mm -hmm. and i just how can i say in the our research project right if we are working among the researchers i think it may be better for the next time right we have a, a uh, platform write this and we can like uh, 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 invite migrant workers community to share their experience among themselves i think it's maybe like a very uh, uh, very good uh, good for the our the solidarity across the uh, regional i i think i get i get benefits from this platform and i like to like uh, send it to the mic and workers as well we can like a tool yeah absolutely I, I agree with you totally i think um we should you know open up more um to have a conversation together with with people with the lived experiences to right. be on this right. Right. 
the other thing you also wanted to just you know mention here is that because we did cross regional um, exchange, so East yeah. Asia and Southeast Asia, and I might have mentioned before, but, um, we know that Thailand is also a country of origin of migrants in, in some East Asian countries. Right. Yeah, I've known this journalist who have worked on this story of the situation of Thai Thai workers in South Korea. Uh, recently, there was big news. Right, right. right. Some of them, mm. yeah, the right. hundred mm. Thai workers mm. sadly died because right. of working conditions. Right. So this is something that maybe we can explore together. Right. Um, yeah. Okay. Good, good. It's a very good idea. And also, you know, like uh, that uh, uh, Thai migrant workers community in South Korea, right? or in, even in Japan, right? even in the in, in Malaysia, like this. We, we need to like uh, bring them to a uh, share experience right? as a migrant workers across the country. Okay. All right. Uh, thank you so much, Talk, for sharing all of this. Just a little bit of uh, housekeeping from me. Uh, we already covered the main findings of the research regarding migrant workers who are stuck in Thailand, which many of them are coming from Cambodia, Laos, and Myanmar. And despite being stuck in Thailand with a visa expiration, they have continued to work until the borders open. And despite that, there are stigmatization, which we find everywhere across uh, Southeast Asian countries, right, against the migrant workers as virus carriers. We also cover the regularization of undocumented workers, as well as the political situations of both Thailand and Myanmar. Remembering as well, most of the migrant workers are in the border region, which, for example, Tok are currently located, right, in Chiang Rai. And we also learn how important this cross-regional platform is among civil society in protecting the migrant workers. Yeah, and it has been really thoughtful, especially and personally for me. Thank you so much. And for those of you who want to know more about this joint research and the situations of other major migrant workers' destinations in East and Southeast Asia, please listen to other episodes of this podcast series on COVID-19 and migrant workers. And yeah, thank you so much for listening.